This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by BHP. Reducing greenhouse gas emissions in the production of copper is critical. That's why BHP has committed to solar, wind and battery agreements to help power their copper mine at Olympic Dam in South Australia. It's happening now at BHP. Visit bhp.com forward slash critical to find out more. Good morning. I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane. It's Friday the 1st of March. In your squiz today, I spy a political storm, Dunkley heads to the polls, the NRL goes global, and a shonky Willy Wonka. This is your squiz today. Siobhan, we mentioned this briefly yesterday, and now the pressure's on for Australia's National Security Agency, ACO, to name the former politician accused of being recruited to a foreign spy network. For context, ACO boss Mike Burgess revealed that the ex-MP betrayed Australia by working with a spy unit called the A-Team during his annual threat assessment address on Wednesday night. Yeah, as you say, Alice, the situation has really escalated since then, particularly in Canberra, where there was a flurry of police calling on Burgess to say who it was. But he's defended his tight lips, saying that ASIO has severed the links between the person and the spy unit. And to quote Burgess, he says, personally, I don't think they'll be stupid enough to repeat what they've done in the past. So problem neutralised. Yeah, but as you say, Siobhan, that response did not fly with a lot of people. Mm. Coalition leader Peter Dutton wants the person outed and shamed. He says it's unfair to other MPs because 99.9% of them on both sides of politics are patriotic. And former Treasurer Joe Hockey agrees with that. Yep, he reckons it's inconceivable that a former politician who engaged with spies should be allowed to walk off into the sunset without having their name or reputation revealed. That's what he said. But Deputy PM and Defence Minister Richard Miles took a bit of a different stance. He says there's a whole range of reasons why individuals would not be named and that we should really just trust in ASIO's judgment. He said that the agency is among the best in the world dealing with this kind of thing and there's good reason why specific facts are not in the public domain. But none of that has stopped people speculating about who it is. And Dutton said yesterday that he'd put money on a former New South Wales State Labor MP being involved. And the coalition's Home Affairs spokesman, James Patterson, also pointed the finger at China being behind the spy network involved. Former PM Malcolm Turnbull's son, Alex, also spoke up yesterday. He believes that he's the former Prime Minister's family member that ACO said was contacted by foreign agents. But Siobhan, we should note that none of that speculation has been confirmed. US Supreme Court justices will decide whether former President Donald Trump can claim presidential immunity against prosecution on criminal charges of trying to overturn his 2020 election loss. It comes after the US Court of Appeals previously rejected Trump's claims of immunity. Yes, so just on those criminal charges you mentioned, Alice, they include witness tampering and conspiracy to defraud the US. And they're really considered some of the most serious of all criminal charges that Trump is facing. A federal trial for that was due to kick off this month, but it's now been delayed twice. 
But Trump says he welcomes the Supreme Court's intervention because he says that without immunity, presidents will always be, quote, paralyzed by the prospect of wrongful prosecution. The Supreme Court will hear arguments from both sides the week starting on the 22nd of April. But there's questions over whether it will be wrapped up before this year's presidential election in November, where Trump is widely expected to face off against President Joe Biden. The Dunkley by-election, which was sparked by the death of Labor's Peter Murphy, will be held tomorrow in Victoria's Mornington Peninsula. Siobhan, it's notable because it's seen as a key test for both Anthony Albanese and Peter Dutton, about a year out from the next federal election. Yeah, that's right, Alice. And Labor are hoping that their candidate, Jodie Bellier, who was handpicked by Murphy, can retain the seat while the Liberals are betting on Nathan Conroy to wrestle it away from them. Now, usually by-elections result in another member of the same party being elected, but Dunkley is actually expected to be quite close, and the Liberals are pulling out all the stops, even recruiting former PM John Howard to help sway voters. Something that both sides agree on is that cost of living is the big election issue, with pundits saying Albanese is relying on the Stage 3 tax cuts to gain more votes. But local issues could also prove pivotal, with Dutton recently pledging $900 million to extend Melbourne's rail line to the area. And if you're wondering why we have by-elections and how they work in Oz, as well as more about the Dunkley by-election in particular, make sure to check out the latest Squiz shortcut. Siobhan and Alex will take you through everything you need to know on that. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website. I don't know how much time we spent last month talking about American football and the Super Bowl, Siobhan, but it was a lot. A really lot, lot. (laughs) And now Las Vegas is hosting a different kind of football with the NRL preparing to unleash a doubleheader showcase this Sunday. Yeah, that's right, Alice. So the first match is the Rabbitohs versus the Sea Eagles and the second is Brisbane Broncos who will face Sydney Roosters. Now, Russell Crowe, as co-owner of South Sydney Rabbitohs, has been front and centre of this event. And he's been telling Americans it's football, but maybe not as you know it. And that's a quote from quite a slick video that's doing the rounds of him explaining the sport to Americans. But frankly, it taught me a lot as well. So it's really good. And it isn't all just for fun. It's actually part of a big push by the NRL to crack the US market, something they've been trying to do for a long time because it could open up potentially a lot of money from sponsorships, broadcasting rights, and they might even be able to tap into the $180 billion that Americans spend on gambling every year. And Siobhan, PM Anthony Albanese has also backed the NRL's five-year plan to make inroads in the US. He says Las Vegas can be a great success. If you want to check out the action, the first match will be on Foxtel, 
and the second will be shown on Channel 9. Yeah, and this whole thing's been quite a hot topic for us here in the office. So mm. if you're keen to hear more about it, Claire and Kate are going to have a chat about that event in the latest episode of Weekly Wrap, which drops tomorrow morning. Just search for News Club in your podcast app and hit follow. If you've ever been frustrated by the expense or quality of local events, spare a thought for the people of Glasgow. They recently felt so ripped off by a Willy Wonka-inspired experience that the police were called and it's now been shut down, Siobhan. Yeah, you've really got to feel for the people who Mm. shelled out $70 a ticket for what was supposed to be optical marvels and extraordinary props. But actually, they found themselves in a warehouse that was pretty much empty except for a few plastic mushrooms. And if you've seen the pictures, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's dismal. (laughs) And an actor hired for the event said he knew something was off when he received an AI-generated script that was nonsense, frankly. And you might think, okay, well, all the chocolate would have made up for it. But that was the real kicker because there was none. Instead, kids were given one or two jelly beans and the adults were told not to touch them. And Siobhan, reports say that left a lot of children crying Mm. after being told, particularly by the actors, about a masked man that lived in the walls, which would also terrify me. I don't know where that's come (laughs) from, but it does sound horrendous. I mean, the original film scared me a lot, (laughs) Alice, but somehow this sounds even worse. Friday Lights, Siobhan, what have you got for us today? So for the first time in a very long time, I went to the cinema recently to see a French courtroom thriller called Anatomy of a Fall. It's a bit of a slow burn, but the central question of the plot is, was a man pushed, did he jump, or did he fall from the top floor of his French chalet into the snow below? It really kept me second-guessing all the way through, and I learned a lot about European courts, which are very different to ours. So I'm actually really not surprised that it's now generating a bit of Oscar buzz. Mm, Good one. And if squizzers want to check that out, Siobhan, I'll pop the link to it in the episode notes. And that wraps us up for today. Have a great Friday and weekend. And the squiz today will be back with you on Monday. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.